Trump taters, uh, just exciting news today. Oh, I got a little bit of fuzz going on there. Do you know what that is? Okay, can you hear me now? Okay, okay. All right. So our Trump tater of the day is our incredible Attorney General from the state of Utah, Sean Reyes. As y'all, anybody who was listening yesterday, I had our former Speaker of the House, Greg Hughes, on, and we discussed whether or not Sean Reyes would join this, um, knowing that we have a never-Trumper governor and a soon-to-be a never-Trumper governor coming in to replace our never-Trumper governor. And so we knew Herbert and Cox would not be on board with this, and would Sean Reyes go go rogue and he went rogue and so we are going to give sean reyes the trump tater of the day award that he is outclassing outshining and outperforming and helping to defeat the someone and something that's out there trying to take away our election and uh, take away this great win from president trump and uh and for proving to be a dependable and exemplary person so sean reyes is our trump tater of the day so some exciting news it's like every day again you know it's <laughs> It's Groundhog Day, you know, just keep on going at this 2020 and uh, in this Twilight Zone episode. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to wake up. I know every day I'm going to wake up to something that's going to go, wow. You know, I just don't know if it's the lump of coal in my stocking or if it's an incredible present under the tree. But today, I think we got some incredible presents under the tree. So I'm just going to list off a summary of some things that are going on. One, 20 states now have joined Texas in the AG lawsuit, 20 states. So I'd sure like to get that up to 25 states, just so we can show a majority. So there's a few states that are lagging behind, but I think we can get it up to 25. Trump joins in with the fight. And first I thought, you know, when he said intervene in that, and I thought, what does he mean intervene? But I think what he meant, uh, my husband and I were talking last night, is that he is going to throw the... Uh, national resources, the um, Justice Department behind uh, this as well on this voter corruption that took place in these four states. Uh, Trump has asked Ted Cruz to argue the Texas case. So again, I think this is absolutely beautiful because, you know, four years ago, even though I really was a Ted Cruz fan because he was the one I supported, but I was terribly disappointed in Ted Cruz, the way he behaved at the national convention with all the other anti-Trumpers. And um, just thought he did not show the Trump tater class that he could have uh, in the speech that he gave at the Republican convention. However, Ted Cruz has come full speed aboard and has been incredible supporter of our great president, along with our Senator Mike Lee here in Utah. And uh, so to see these two uh, warriors fighting together. Uh, to stop the corruption that is uh, going to kill our country if we're not careful. So anyway, excited to see Ted Cruz fight this between in front of the Supreme Court. And, you know, I just don't think Ted Cruz would put himself out there in fighting this case uh, if he did not feel he had a really good chance of winning. So anyway, keep our prayers with Ted Cruz. Um, that his mind can be clear and uh, words articulate as he goes on to to fight this case. So Hunter Biden under investigation. Surprise, surprise, surprise. So anyway, this is kind of interesting. I guess they held off on this investigation uh, for a few months because they did not want to interfere into the election. And I think that is so corrupt <laughs> in so many ways. Um, if we know, in one, they didn't hold off on Trump. They investigated him all the way through 2016 and even made up allegations and made up an investigation that all of a sudden, you know, they're they're applying a different set of laws. But nonetheless, uh, Hunter is being investigated. And Joe Biden came out with this statement yesterday that, oh, my poor son's been through so much and, you know, all this 
these horrible things the Republicans have thrown at him, but he's came out stronger. And I don't know if I don't know if he's came out stronger because he's never he's like hiding in the basement with Biden. But uh, you know, there's just sometimes uh, you cannot enable your children into bad behavior. But in in Biden's case, it's not even enabling. He's the actual one that took his son down this journey of corruption and has destroyed his son's life. So anyway, it's just kind of sad, you know, here Biden creates this 1994 crime law that adversely impacts minorities and uh, on crack cocaine laws and, and other things. Yet his son, we know multiple times has not just been smoking crack, but has been driving under the influence of smoking crack and many other occasions. And any accountability zero accountability for Hunter Biden because he's an elite. He's one of the, the privileged who do not suffer the same consequences as an average citizen in America. The two-tier justice system, the justice system for most Americans and the justice system for our political elite. So anyway, Representative Eric Swalwell Democrat in California removed from intelligence community uh, committee. And uh, again, you know, here this is, you know, the Democratic guy running for president in 2020 initially. And, 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 and just this person that came out against Trump with all these accusations of Russian uh, collusion, being on the intelligence community, knowing what information was out there, uh, but was acting himself as a, as a spy against America, as someone who's actively trying to commit a political coup, while at the same time he's sleeping with the Chinese sex spy and uh, and given probably all kinds of information uh, to this woman. Um, so anyway, that's Representative Eric Swalwell. So again, these are just like massive Christmas, you know, under the tree impeachment. The Democratic governor, Gretchen Whitmer, has been processed and approved at a four to two one margin. So, you know, that's uh, 60%, 66% yes and 33% no and uh, in charges to follow. So anyway, impeachment of Governor Whitmer. Uh, Simon Parks says that the Dominion CEO, John Polus, Polos, I think is how you said, has been subpoenaed to the court. So that's pretty darn exciting. Uh, Michigan State Rep, Cynthia Johnson. I don't know if y'all saw her little tirade yesterday, but she went on kind of sipping her wine and and, uh, talking about um, Republican Trump supporters and how they ought to watch themselves and tread lightly and carefully because they will be, uh, they, I forgot exactly how she worded it, but basically, you know, you just better watch where you're at because they're going to, they, they're taking this serious and there will be ramifications. And then she went on to give a little nod and a wink to the army that's out there. And you know who you are, go out and do your job. And she can try to come back and say later after she was stripped of her positions in the uh, state Michigan state house that she meant Christian warriors. Yeah, I don't think so, Cynthia. So then we have, after denying for years, Seth Rich. And so just a little reminder of who Seth Rich is. Seth Rich is the one that worked for the DNC. The one that it has been suggested probably is the one that gave WikiLeaks, uh, John Podesto's emails and some others. A nice, nice young man who was executed on his way home, had a very expensive watch on, had money in his pocket and wallet. Nothing was taken from him. He was just killed execution style. And uh, and miraculously at the hospital, I forgot who it was that went there, but it was uh, two Democratic operatives uh, that actually went to the hospital. Uh, and so Seth was still living at the time. But uh, he wasn't by the time they left. So anyway, Seth Rich, where this whole Russian collusion thing started, uh, blaming it on Russia and in conjunction with Trump somehow on the hack of the DNC computer. Uh, The FBI has long said that they did not have Seth Rich's laptop. But lo and behold, we now know that they did have Seth Rich's laptop. 
and no justice has ever been done in finding the ones that are guilty of murdering this young man. So another one on Clinton's little checkbooks on people who have been killed or committed suicide that are directly around the Clinton uh, Clinton crime family. Anyway, we'll be back with more of these lovely Christmas presents under our tree. And uh, to open up, it's just a fantastic day with a lot of hope out there today. Back on the Trump Hitter in just a minute. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046-800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Welcome back on the Trump Tater. I'm your host, Jamie Renda. I'm missing Dallin Johnson, who was supposed to join me today, but found that his his job, his business that pays the bills in his family was more important. <laughs> and so anyway, he's going to be back with us next week. And uh, tomorrow, just to give a heads up to my audience, I am going to Washington, D.C. to the Million MAGA March, and I'm very excited. And there's lots of people from Utah going to go join. Among those people are our former Speaker of the House and gubernatorial candidate for 2020. Greg Hughes will be one of the speakers at the Sylvan National Theater. Eric Mutos, the leader of the Utah Business Revival, also going to be another speaker. Lady MAGA USA is going to be there. 
and uh, let me see who else. James Sullivan, head uh, leader in the uh, Civilized Awakening Movement, um, up and coming new black conservative leader uh, in Utah, and uh, and also he's just going national and rubbing shoulders with all the other great black conservative leaders that are out there that will definitively make an incredible difference on our country. And so anyway, and not to mention the Trump-tater. I'm taking the Trump-tater goes to D.C., so we are excited. But back on this list of Christmas presents under the tree this morning, we have now had the Federal Trade Commission and a coalition of attorneys, attorney generals from 48 states. So this is bipartisan bipartisan people and territories filed two separate antitrust lawsuits against Facebook. So our fascist little Facebook who feels like they are in control of what messages we should and should not see uh, has an antitrust lawsuit going against them by our national federal government at the FTC trading commission or FTC the Federal Trade Commission in 48 states and territories. So that's pretty darn exciting. YouTube, this is not a present under the tree. This is one of those lumps of coals I found this morning, or actually it happened yesterday, but I didn't have a chance to talk about it. YouTube has made the decision as of to today, I believe it is, they will no longer allow any video content that is going to undermine that Joe Biden is our official president-elect of the United States. And so if, if you dare suggest that these 21 states that are filing with the Texas attorney general that says this election was corrupt, you will not be allowed on YouTube because they know better and they're controlling our speech. YouTube is now among the fascist organizations in our social media platforms. So that's kind of a lump of coal there, but one more present under the tree, and I don't know what this one is. It just is. The 82nd Airborne Division declared a storm is coming. Not for sure what it means, but they have pictures and plans, and uh, anyway, it's kind of a, it's his final prepar preparations today for a devil storm. The morning started with a combined arms rehearsal. The, the brigade walked through a planned operation with the company. I'm not for sure what they're going to do. So anyway, that's just one of those ambiguous, we're not for sure where it's going, but just thought I'd give you a heads up that the 82nd Airborne, which my husband used to be a part of, um, is in the middle of preparing for something big. So keep keep your eye out there and see what that is. Um, anyway, just a, kind of a, a, a fun array of different things to talk about today. So in, in the in the beginning of the segment, I mentioned that our Trump tater of the day is Attorney General Reyes here in Utah for his courage on standing and going rogue and joining Texas in this lawsuit against the states of Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. <clears throat> now, Pennsylvania's Attorney General sent a message to Texas Attorney General saying, stay in your lane, worry about the votes in your own state. However, I want to say to the Attorney General of Pennsylvania, this is the American lane. And when your state commits fraud, when your state commits, changes the rules and does not follow your own state constitution and the United States Constitution, in the state of Georgia doesn't, in the state of Wisconsin doesn't, in the state of Michigan doesn't, the state of Arizona doesn't. When these states, matter of fact, a lot of states probably didn't and didn't know they weren't because they were using the Dominion voting machines. But when you allow fraud in your states, you disenfranchise the vote in my state. We have every right to be in this lane, and we're going to fight this as hard as we can. And fortunately, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to have Senator Ted Cruz fighting this fight for us in front of the Supreme Court. So anyway, did our Governor Herbert and Cox waste any time on, uh, on making a little snide statement? So this is their statement they made yesterday. The Attorney General did not consult us before signing on to this brief, so we don't know what his motivation is. Well, Governor Herbert, and soon to be Governor Cox, his motivation is making sure that the elections in the United States are fair and are not 
fraudulent elections. And we all know that President Trump, even though you didn't want him to win and you were part of this coup from the beginning, that he did win this election. And so they went on to say, just as we would not want other states challenging Utah's election results, we do not think we should intervene in other states' elections. Candidates who wish to challenge election results have access to the courts without our involvement. This is an unwise use of taxpayers' money. So anyway, if Utah, the governor of Utah, as a matter of fact, he has done this, but uh, but not maybe in this particular area, but the governor of Utah is usurping the power of the legislators, which he has, uh, in an election procedure that would undermine the, the voting uh, authenticity of the people of Utah, then Texas has every right to tell Utah that uh, they're going to challenge the electors in Utah. So anyway, that, that is from our uh, statement. And, and I was wa- waiting for one to see, are we going to see a statement from Mitt Romney? And I haven't seen one yet. Have you seen one yet, Brian? Not seen a statement from Mitt, but yeah, never fear. I still have my Mitt Moron Minute here. So even though I haven't got that one, Mitt did say something yesterday before Attorney General Reyes um, joined on. Mitt goes on. Oh, I wish I could almost play it. Next time I'm going to send it to Brian so he can play it. But Mitt goes on. Madness. This is madness. We have a process. Recounts are appropriate. Going to the court is appropriate. Pursuing every legal, legal av- avenue is appropriate. But trying to get electors not to do what the people voted to do is just madness. So um, even though Mitt, that the Congress is, is designated by our Constitution to resolve matters of this kind, uh, it is not going against what the electors um, should be doing. If there's fraud in our elections, if um, things took place where you cannot have a clear winner in these states, it is up to you and other people in the Senate and the House to make these decisions. And so absolutely, uh, people in Congress should be ready that this may end up in, co- in Congress and y'all will have to make some hard decisions. So he goes on to say, I'm doing this because my judgment, Mitt's judgment, we all care about Mitt's judgment. This is the worst election. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got to, my bad. (laughs) This guy actually respect his judgment. So I'm not going to have enough time to get into this statement before we have to break. So we're going to hold off and going to repeat the person challenging Mitt Romney's concern on why they feel, and rightly so, they have a responsibility to overturn this election and why. So this is Representative Brooks, Republican in Alabama, and his response to Mitt Romney's um, little tirade he went on about madness yesterday. So anyway, we still have not heard anything from Mitt Romney on Eternal General, our Attorney General Reyes and his decision to join this fight. But never fear, Mitt did, as always, find a way to make it into the media and make himself relevant uh, somehow in the media again. So anyway, we'll be back on the Trump Tater Minute. Don't forget to look us up on TrumpTater.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Not very good on Instagram yet, but we'll get there and also on Parler. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Justice Department's investigation scrutinizing Hunter Biden's taxes has been examining some of his Chinese business dealings, among other financial transactions. The investigation was launched in 2018 and is aided by a discarded Hunter Biden laptop containing tens of thousands of emails. Some of the emails may implicate President-elect Joe Biden of wrongdoings. And yet here's the ultimate hypocrisy again. The Democrats have something in their own house that needs to be investigated, and they're all stonewalling right now. Georgia Senator David Perdue on Fox 
News. Federal authorities have launched an investigation into the police shootings Monday of 23-year-old Casey Christopher Goodson Jr., who was killed last week when he entered his Columbus, Ohio home with sandwiches for his family. The Columbus Division of Police said Franklin County Sheriff's Deputy Jason Meade was working for the U.S. Marshal Service, helping search for a fugitive when he saw a man with a gun in Columbus. Meade opened fire when the man did not drop his weapon after he was ordered to do so. USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. Each policy points and availability vary by state. Missouri led a group of 17 states that Wednesday afternoon filed a brief with the Supreme Court supporting the Texas lawsuit aimed at delaying the appointment of presidential electors from Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. The bill of complaint alleges that non-legislative people in each defendant state unconstitutionally abolished or diluted statutory safeguards against election fraud. Facebook was hit with a pair of antitrust lawsuits on Wednesday as government officials accused the Silicon Valley giant of systemically acquiring smaller rivals in order to prevent them from becoming competitive threats. Both the Federal Trade Commission and Attorney General from 46 U.S. states are looking to force Facebook to sell Instagram and WhatsApp. There will be a Thursday night football game tonight at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, just outside of Los Angeles, as the Patriots and Rams get together. The game will be on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon, starting at 8.20 p.m. Eastern. This is USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. So anyway, I almost got tripped over my paragraphs just now. But uh, anyway, uh, Representative Brooks, Republican in Alabama, said he planned to challenge the Electoral College vote when Congress meets uh, to officials to certify the election results after the first year. So anyway, he said, I'm doing this because my judgment, this is the worst election theft in the history of the United States. And if there was any way to under to determine the Electoral College outcome using only lawful votes cast by eligible American citizens, then Donald Trump won the Electoral College, which we know he did. Romney said on Tuesday that he is confident any effort by the House Republicans to overturn overturn or invalidate state electors for the presidency would fail in the Senate. Well, of course it would. So this kind of this right here, I was talking to Greg Hughes yesterday when he was on my program and was talking about the process of um, of replacing Mitt Romney if he gets a cabinet position, if Biden is successful in still in this election. And uh, so fortunately for us in Utah, our state legislator and their great wisdom and foresight uh, changed the way that a senator is replaced. And now the state legislature picks three people that our governor can choose from. And so with this being said, I hope that they pick Greg Hughes, Kim Coleman, and Mike Kennedy. Give them three three real conservatives to pick from. And uh, so anyway, uh, but then Greg, and I don't know if this was on or off air yesterday, but Greg pointed out to me that my hopes were quickly dashed because at the time that Mitt Romney was promised a cabinet position in the Biden campaign for turning against his party and being the Benedict Arnold that he is, um, they were thinking that they were going to take the Senate by a, well, one, that they were going to take the Senate. But now that the Senate is being probably going to be held on to by a, just a very small margin in the Republican Party, they're probably not going to give Mitt a cabinet position because Mitt's vote as 
I will call him that we have to win both of these Georgia Senate races because we need a Mitt margin because we cannot trust Mitt as a Republican senator to stand with his party because he will not. Mitt is a a traitor to his party. He's a traitor to our country in so many ways. Again, I will throw out there that, again, it is my conviction that Mitt Romney was in on this coup from the very beginning, along with Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, and and uh, and Senator John McCain. So, and probably a few others, but these are three of the Republicans, I believe, that join in on this conspiracy with Comey and Brennan and Clapper and the Clinton campaign and others back in 2016. So anyway, just putting that out there again, that I do not feel though Mitt Romney looks good in the suit and, and he's nice. He's, he's been faithful to his wife, which is nice. And, uh, and yeah, president Trump wasn't, and he's got a few flaws and big flaws that are obvious to everyone else, but because Mitt's a nice guy, Somehow we can't see the complete corruption that he's involved in. And uh, so anyway, we'll see how this turns out. But unfortunately for us in Utah, we may be stuck with Mitt Romney. So I I was looking forward to him being in a cabinet position and us having a chance on having a new senator from Utah. But that does not look like it's going to happen. So anyway, I want to hit a story (laughs) that... uh, In Minnesota, Minnesota, a couple received an anonymous letter from their neighbor complaining about their harmful Christmas lights. And I just want to point out that their display was a very modest Christmas display of lights. It was not this ostentatious, but even if it was, same message, but theirs was a very modest display of Christmas lights. So the letter goes on, I couldn't help but notice your Christmas lights display. During these unprecedented times, we all have experienced challenges which casual words just don't describe what we're feeling. The ideal of twinkling colorful lights are a reminder of the divisions that continue to run through our society, a reminder of the systematic biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to put up lights of their own. We must do the work of educating ourselves about the harmful impacts of an outward facing display like yours can have. So anyway, if that just isn't gut wrenching at this time in which I'm too darn lazy to put up Christmas lights, um, but I sure enjoy the Christmas lights of others. And it's always enjoyable to drive around neighborhoods. And my son, a couple of years ago, before he went into the military, took a job putting up Christmas lights. And uh, anyway, it's really one of the most dangerous jobs out there. I mean, people biff all the time and fall off their roofs and and really injure themselves and even die putting up Christmas lights. And I didn't know that. I hadn't really thought about it before. But uh, anyway, so it was a pretty dangerous job because the people who hired people out to put Christmas lights up usually have a pretty nice house with very steep roofs and very sharp inclines and everything. So anyway, he's out there putting up these Christmas lights and he loved it. Uh, he said it was one of his favorite jobs, but more than anything, he said he gets agitated after he did that with people who don't put up Christmas lights. And so he came, he came back from the military. He's in the reserves and uh, he came back and he moved out of our house. Uh, we thought we were going to have him at home for a little bit within three weeks of being back. He had a house of his own and, uh, and he put up Christmas lights. He got back like this, first or second week in December. I can't remember, but he he was in his house before Christmas, just barely before Christmas. And one of the first things he did is put up Christmas lights. So anyway, I think Christmas lights, especially during a season like this, in which we have lost so many of our privileges and rights, and there's a lot of despair in the air. uh, Christmas lights bring an element of joy um, to drive around and, and to see the hope in people's hearts of uh, a symbolic um, nature of what Christmas means, and it's the hope of Jesus Christ. And so, to be able to to go through and uh, to see the great displays that people put in celebrating this Christmas season should be something of joy. Even if you're not uh, Christian, I know a lot of people who aren't Christian that still celebrate Christmas because they like the they like the holiday spirit. They like the message of giving and sharing and bringing family together. 
And uh, when I was over in Germany, um, you know, there's many different, of course, you know, it's a, I don't know if I would call it predominantly Christian nation, but it was founded upon predominantly Christian principles. Uh, but there's a lot of culture over there that wasn't American culture necessarily that I really embraced. And I thought these are cool, cool traditions they have. And uh, and I've met many people uh, when we were in the military that were not necessarily Christians. We had some people from Saudi Arabia living by us in, in Kentucky. And there's many American traditions that they were embracing on. So you don't have to believe in the same thing as others to embrace uh, or enjoy their holiday season. Um, so anyway, this tacky little woke neighbor felt like they had a rain on the parade of this family, just trying to have, have a little bit of Christmas joy and, uh, just share that joy with their neighborhood. So anyway, if you haven't put up your Christmas lights and plan to the weather here in Utah is still beautiful. It's safe to get out there and put up your lights. And, uh, this inspired me that, I need to get out there and maybe put, I definitely need to put up my Christmas tree when I still haven't put up, but uh, I may even, when I put up that Christmas tree, put up a couple of strings of lights and uh, bring a little holiday joy to my neighborhood and see what we can do there. So anyway, um, that's a, a just a little thing of th that's going on that we don't realize everything that uh, people go through and what something means to them. So we shouldn't be trying to rain on other people's parades when they do something. I'm trying to think there's another article and I was hoping to, Oh, this is one I found kind of creative here. Joe Biden will create a position that reaches out to conservatives. <laughs> like, like he, he can't do that himself. <laughs> so I'm not for sure. Is he going to put Mitt Romney in that position? Is it going to be Mitt is going to be the hospitality, you know, king of reaching out to conservatives? I mean, I would just wonder who in the heck's going to volunteer for that position. Uh, I, I, any, anyway, I, I'm trying to think of several that, that, uh, that I could see him putting in there that wouldn't be any more effective than Joe Biden himself trying to do it. So I don't know who he's going to get in this position of reaching out and telling everybody we want this kumbaya moment and this moment of unity coming together as Americans in the election that was just stolen after four years of spending millions and millions of dollars trying to undo the 2016 election. And they don't even want to give us 30 days to try to or to to look at all the fraudulent things that took place in the 2020 election. So anyway, good luck with that, Joe. You're going to have to find somebody that I, I just, anybody that takes the position we know is a sellout. So anyway, I don't, I can't imagine other than Mitt Romney, who he's going to find to put in that position. So anyway, we'll be back on the Trump Tater program to wrap up this segment of news and a reminder to please be watching out this weekend, this Saturday, on probably Newsmax One American News for the Million Mega March in Washington, D.C. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. 
We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. This segment's gone by really fast, and I was sitting there chatting with Brian instead of thinking about what I was going to say next. <laughs> That's okay. So anyway, there are there are more things to talk about. I just got to re- get my thoughts back in order of where we were going to go. Um, so one of the things, this is kind of an international story that kind of caught my eye. It's in India. And the reason it caught my eye is the headline itself caught my eye. It says the largest protest in human history might be occurring right now. And here's what they're about. Well, my immediate thought was, yeah, Washington, D.C. this Saturday for the Mega Million March. But that's not what they were talking about. <laughs> but that's in my mind. So that's why it caught my eye, because I thought they were going to talk about our protest this weekend in D.C. But it's probably something uh, on a worldwide significance. It's about the farming in uh, in India. And uh, so I'm not going to get a whole lot into this article, but other than to talk about how important food production is and and sometimes, you know, the big farmers versus small farmers. But in India, they have a bunch of small farmers. And uh, it it looks like, a, again, I don't want to take a lot of time on this, but it is something that you might want to uh, go in and look at because this will impact not just India, but that whole area of the world on on how their farm productions and the small farmer versus big farmer. But anyway, this is causing quite the uproar in India of people coming together to again fight for their ability to provide for their families and uh, so anyway but again the reason it caught my eye because I thought it was talking about our million mega march that is going to be taking place um, this Saturday again so please make sure you're watching One American News or Newsmax and seeing um, what uh, is going to be happening in D.C. So I have these little um, thorns in my side and they happen to be people I know and like but they're on the far left and people that I've maintained relationships over the years. And we so we spar and battle on Facebook on a regular basis is is they always try to point out there's no such thing as Antifa, even though they're actually probably part of Antifa. But uh, anyway, so in Portland, the 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 chaos continues and the, the police chief has said that he will use force if necessary. Not that he's been allowed to use force in the past, but uh, they've set up this autonomous zone and this, you know, mysterious group of people that aren't part of Antifa have stockpiled weapons, spike strips, armed guards at the Portland autonomous zone. So. I guess we're just going to start calling them leftist militants that wear black and carry umbrellas and spray paint and hammers and do destruction to their neighbors. But throughout the world, they're referred to as Antifa. And uh, 
And so we see these same groups of political mindsets that supposedly have no organized operatives, uh, that they are spontaneous protests that happen to fly people from one side of the United States to the other to cause this chaos. I don't know how they just all are on the same mindset at one time. But uh, anyway, leftist militants on their third day of occupying several residential blocks in Portland, Oregon, uh, over a foreclosed house, have stockpiled weapons, homemade spike strips, and armed guards at the entrances of their autonomous zones. Uh, the autonomous zone was set up Tuesday, the same day leftist militants were caught on a video chasing Portland police away from for, a foreclosed home. In fact, they kicked and threw rocks at the police and vehicles. That, and so anyway, I, I, I don't know what to call these people other than, I guess, leftist militants. Uh, since there's no such thing as Antifa, supposedly. And, you know, one person that convinces me that is that is because it's Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, uh, the man who has the most deeply religious held uh, ideas in America, uh, has never called Antifa out. So Antifa must not be if Mitt Romney doesn't, doesn't see Antifa because Mitt Romney always calls out people that uh, – are doing things that they shouldn't do. Yeah, just kidding. The only one that Mitt Romney calls out is President Trump, and uh, he's a bitter, uh, angry man who just couldn't figure out how to become president, even though he tried in 2008, 2012, and jumped in in 2016, but didn't have the wherewithal to stick that election out. So anyway, these leftists, this, this group that doesn't exist sure causes chaos throughout America. And, uh, and I mentioned just briefly yesterday that the state of Georgia, the house legislature's there. And I think I talked to Greg about this off, off the air yesterday. Um, we're very nervous about that. They would like to meet together to, uh, to challenge these fraudulent claims and to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, retract their electoral uh, votes. But they're really afraid that this group that does not exist of Antifa members and in uh, Black Lives Matter militants, not, not putting all people that believe in the concept of Black Lives Matter, because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the actual organization that partners with socialist Marxist uh, people they're afraid that these people will destroy their state, and they have good reason to believe that. So do the people in Pennsylvania. So do the people in Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, so I, I don't see any way this is this election is going to end um, in a kumbaya moment. I said either Trump wins these victories, and we're going to see chaos. I do feel like there's some ways that we can mitigate that chaos and uh, specifically jump starting the platinum plan immediately and bringing hope to black Americans in these cities that have been destroyed by Antifa and bringing hope to black Americans on educational choice and school vouchers and allowing them to get their kids out of failing school systems. There's a lot of things we can do immediately to bring some hope to a community that's lived in despair under Democrat rule for so long. So that's one way I think we can mitigate that, the destruction, if we act quickly on those things. If Trump is successful at overturning this fraudulent election, I shouldn't say overturning it because it's not official yet, but in overturning some of this fraud and uh, and or if Biden gets elected, um, there's a whole other set of problems. So it's going to be one that we're going to have to really fight hard to maintain our freedoms and make sure that he is not successful at implementing these far left extremist policies that he will be pushed to to enact. So anyway, man, I hate ending on a sour note when I started out with the long Christmas gifts that we were given this morning. So. Um, again, we'll focus in on the fact that we now have 21 states that have joined the NM Texas lawsuit, and that even though there are going to be some chaos that can come from if we're successful in that, that we can mitigate that chaos and uh, we can reach across to our fellow Americans and let them know that we're on their side, that we connect now probably more than we ever have of what it must be like and uh, to live in a democratic controlled state or a city 
And uh, we ought to have great compassion for these people that have been in these generational places of despair because of the the government that's ruled over them for so long. So anyway, I I think we can mitigate that. So I won't kind of be in too much despair there. I would rather the short term fight and uh, then the long the long game, which if Biden is elected, it's going to be a long game because all those uh, Christmas gifts that I pointed out will probably be buried uh, somewhere for us, maybe never to find again. So again, we're going to have to be very vigilant. We're going to have to keep um, love in our hearts for our fellow Americans and our fellow human beings. And uh, at the same time, go out and fight hard for the things that we believe in, that we need to be Trump taters, that we need to be people who are going to outclass, outshine and outperform to defeat what is ahead of us, no matter which direction that this, uh, this election goes and we need to be dependable and exemplary persons in our families, in our communities and in our country. So on that note, please watch us this weekend as we are going to Washington DC with the Trump tater, Lady Maga, Greg Hughes, Eric Mutos. Um, please join in in spirit. If, if you're not able to go, if you are going to Washington DC, please join us at the Sylvan national theater and uh, for some great speakers and great entertainment. It's going to be a great weekend. So I look forward to talking to you on Monday and giving you a report on how this weekend goes. Tomorrow, Bob McEntee will be filling in on the Trump Tater program. And I'm told I have 30 more seconds. Man, (laughs) okay. So make sure you tell your friends to listen to the Trump Tater podcast on Fed by Mevians Radio, uh, Fed by Ravens Media.com. And please share it on your Facebook. And please share it on not Facebook, but yeah, Facebook too, but Parlor and any other social media uh, forms you have. And encourage your friends and family to join in to the Fed by Ravens Media family. 